Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Sportive. It's episode twenty-eight, I think. Uh, I'm John Marthaler. We've got a we've got a full crew on the line. Stu is on the phone. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Clarence is down in whatever place Clarence lives in. What's up, fuckers? Brandon's laughing at our weather in Dallas. Shout out to technical difficulties. And <laughs> we we've been having Stensos level technical difficulties so far on this podcast. And be, mostly because of joining us on the line this week is podcaster emeritus, uh, Star Tribune college sports editor, and cardigan enthusiast, Michael Rand. I do love cardigans. Not this time of year, though. I just wear my own. When I have a shirt off, that's my cardigan right now. <laughs> it's his own personal He's got the man pelt. Yeah. That, um, makes, that, that somehow made a lot of sense to me. When I have mm-hmm. my shirt off, that's my cardigan. I get it. <laughs> uh, what I want to start with this week is... The, the segment that we're the most excited about, which is the Ask the Sportive segment. Uh, this week it was Dan Mick, who's on Twitter at at not, Daniel, at not Daniel Mick. He want, he wants to know which Minnesota town sounds the most like a sex act. And in, in, we put a lot of thought into this. We, we did put a lot of thought into this. We had an email string going, and so now we have a top 25 list. Of, I'd like to uh, state for the record that I have nothing to do with this list except I want to listen to it. Yep. Uh, my <laughs> and uh, which is what is, what is weird is that Mike was on public radio this morning and did the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we only got Jill <laughs> and Riley just we talking. Only... They were talking about North Dakota instead of Minnesota. Yeah, we only got through ten. It's a smaller state, but so yeah, I suppose we're we're gonna go through this top twenty-five from twenty-five to one. Number twenty-five, Good Thunder, Minnesota. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sounds 20, about right. Twenty-four, Beaver Creek. Uh-huh. Yeah, obviously. We got 25 of these? Yes. <laughs> we actually have some that did not make the list. Beaver oh, Creek I've got a whole 24. bunch, actually. I, yeah. got a, I got more. Beaver um, Creek's only a 24. Number 23, Shorewood. Yeah. Number I 22, Dillworth. Oh, yeah. Dillworth, yeah, they got to have that one. Uh, 21, Cold Spring. 
Yep, that was mine. That was mine. Felt good about it. Yeah. <laughs> we a don't necessarily these... have to claim them as we all ran in. No, I won't. But the problem when I was researching was a lot of these sounded like sex acts that involved peeing on people because there's so many <laughs> lakes around Minnesota. So yeah. just, that's, that's, that's gonna be there's a, a lot of lakes. I don't think now. we have any lakes on the list. No, but there's a lot of, yeah. Sorry, like clear, Yeah, Clear Lake. That's yeah. where you drink a lot of water all day long, then you then you pee on somebody. You pee all clear over lake. each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really a faint yellow. I gotta tell you, I was I was looking through a list of Minnesota towns, and after a while, they all start to sound like sex acts. Yep, <laughs> yep. yep. Um, number twenty, Keister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nineteen, Fertile. Yeah, sure. Eighteen, Golden Valley. Again, back to the other, back to the lake uh-huh. theme. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seventeen, Hardwick, Minnesota. <laughs> yep. Sixteen, Embarrass, Minnesota. 15, Rush City. Oh, that's the one I do a lot. (laughs) The old Rush Ah, City. Yep. 14, Deep Haven. Yeah, that's a good one. Good one. 13, Moundsview. Oh, yeah. Yep, perfect. Absolutely. Number 12. You can't see Mound for Moundsview. That never made any sense to me. (laughs) True. Uh, Number 12, Cannon Falls. (laughs) (laughs) Funny stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Number eleven, and this one I ended up lower than I thought I would. Climax. Ooh, yeah, yeah that's more of a result than the. Yeah, end, it's right? not really an it's, so, it's uh, so literal. It's, it's it's too literal. Yeah, it's a it, little yeah, it's too on the nose. Uh, ten, <laughs> ten, ten is Grand Rapids. The old <laughs> yeah. Grand Rapids. <laughs> Number nine, West Union. Yep. Number eight, Greenbush. Ooh. Doing it wrong. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Two Harbors. <laughs> Number six, Browns Valley. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Fountain. Fountain, uh-huh. Minnesota. Classic. Coming, in, coming yep, in at yep. number four, Reamer, Minnesota. Barely over. <laughs> number three, <laughs> Hackensack. <laughs> Number two, uh-huh. Sleepy Eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you just keep yeah. hitting her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, boy. And number one, which I think was fairly obvious, Moorhead, home of the Spuds. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think anything can really knock Moorhead off of that off of the top spot on this list. No. It's, it's can we go with thing. the, uh, like on the NCAA tournament, the last one's out? Yeah, last one's few. out. Yeah, I know we don't want to stretch this too long. I got a, a few more. Um, Macintosh. That, yep. That's where you put uh, an apple in their butt. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a Macintosh. Sure. Um, and, and can you use any sort of apple? I mean, how do you have to? Preferably a Macintosh. Prefer- okay, so preferably. can I substitute a Fuji? Sure. No, then okay. that's fine because there's no Minnesota town. Fuji, Thanks, as far yeah. as I know. Um, Darfur. Which is down a little town down by St. Oh, yeah. James, Darfur. Yep. That's where yep, you, yep. Uh, you you do it, and then you uh, murder their entire family <laughs> and everyone in their village. <laughs> that's, that's a Darfur. Yeah. Um, you only get to do that one once. There's nothing like <laughs> yeah, a, a, there's nothing <laughs> like a combined sex act and genocide joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tasteful. Yeah, um, and we kind of do the last three out uh so i'll finish up with 
uh, Parker's Prairie. Yep. That is no. where uh, no. past <laughs> host um, Parker Hageman, past guest, <laughs> Parker Hageman does it dry um, from behind. <laughs> That's a Parker's Prairie. Uh, Urban Dictionary, that one. On that one. Okay. The old Urban Dictionary. And... Uh, Ooh. That's it. That's the last three. I got more, but we'll leave. Yeah. It. Also, <laughs> also one of the last ones out on on our list was Chisholm. <laughs> Chisholm was yeah. one of the last ones mm-hmm. out. Didn't have a definition. Yeah. Didn't I quite make put, the I would have put Whip Holt out there just because there's a dude named Holt who just is really into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chokio. There's an EO <laughs> yep. that likes. Uh, no, that's Chikayo. Yeah. All right, oh, so yeah. uh, send us your send us your Twitter questions. We we enjoy that more than anything at Sportive Podcast, or you can probably use the hashtag. But unless you tweet it at us, we probably won't see it. So no. ask the Sportive. This is sl- quickly becoming our favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> but our second well, favorite uh, part this week is talking Saint to Peter. Say, Peter, you put a little Pontiff's hat on your on yeah. Your Peter. <laughs> That's a Saint Peter, John. That's called a Saint Peter. Just for reference, Rand has his hands over his face right now, <laughs> wondering why he agreed to this. Put him a little, little robe. Saint oh, <laughs> Saint Peter. Oh man, it must be nice to have an anonymous name on the internet. <laughs> it really, is. It really is. It's a Saint. It's a. It's a dark fur. God. All right. The second most important reason we're here is to talk to Rand a little bit, specifically about Gopher football. They open their season <laughs> Thursday night against UNLV. Clarence can't stop giggling. Good segue. <laughs> yep. Smooth yeah, transition sure. from segment one into segment two. Yeah. Speaking of Darfur, <laughs> I, I've gotten a little bit embarrassed about segment one, so let's let's never speak of this again. Um, a little two minutes out in for it. Yeah. Gopher football. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's somewhat a make-or-break year for Gary Kelly's had two years in Minnesota with reasonable success, one bowl game. Um, I think the most important question then that we have to ask Mike is, what is the best place to pregame now that Sally's has been torn down, besides Stubborn Herbs? <laughs> Man, that's a good question. I mean, Sally's used to be the go-to. You see the pictures. There's nothing there anymore, right? It's, it's, uh... It is gone. They're putting parking lot. They're putting like apartments there. And they're stuff putting like that. apartments they're, there. Although I'm there to- will there will be a new Sally's yes. once the apartments are done. I'm told that's true, but for right now, that block that had Sally's and Gold Countries and Ben and Jerry's or whatever else on it is nothing rubble. All and of that's gone. Yes. And the Surly play and the Surly Brew Pub isn't open yet, right? Um, Stu. <clears throat> Pardon me. We need you to, to confirm whether the Surly Brew Pub is open or not. No, it's not, they haven't even broken ground. That's what I thought. They? No, I didn't think yeah, so. That's, that's gonna, I, I, it's close, be, but I think I, it's like a year or two away. That's going to be a great place eventually. It's going to be well. It's going to be like yep, a mile yep. east of campus. It's going to yep. be perfect. Away on the late rail line. I think it's like everyone who works for Hubbard Broadcasting is like on pins and needles about that because I think it's right <laughs> next to yeah. the building. So Pretty close, yeah. Yep. Aside from Sally's, I, I mean, you got to go to – yeah, Stubb and Herbs is kind of my old, uh, my old standby. Yeah, um, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is like right there. It's right there, but it's, yeah, it's, but do you really want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? You can go to Buffalo Wild Wings anywhere. I mean, you're talking about places with any kind of charm. I go to Big Ten probably. Like myself, a good Big Ten. The great Burrito thing, Loco. Burrito Loco is a possibility. Yeah. Um, the great thing about the great thing about Big Ten is that it's. 
perpetually locked in 1988. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but you go in there popcorn. and it looks yeah, they haven't changed the oil in the popcorn nope. machine since 1988. Why would they? <laughs> no hey, way. guys, don't, uh, as, a tail, as a tailgating pregame option, don't sleep on Applebee's. Don't sleep on <laughs> oh. Applebee's. I'm going to sleep what on Applebee's. What a hot tip. Uh-huh. It's a hot know. tip right there. Don't, talk don't, about a don't overlook place. it. If it's a neighborhood bar and grill. It's uh, right, by the, right by the, what is it, the Radisson there? It's right inside that building. It's, yep. it's convenient. You love it. Can you get top shelf marks there? I don't know if you can, but you can ask. You can try. You can do what you want, really. You can go in there. You can, you know, ask for a dark fur, whatever. It's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ask for that, bro. No, you don't. <laughs> do it. You don't. It's the code word. <laughs> So we're huh. are we voting for Big Ten here? Or are we voting for Burrito I'd go, Loco? I'd go Big Ten. Aside from Stub and Herbs, I'd go Big Ten. If you're staying in, if you're gonna, if you want to be in the Stadium Village area, I mean, you yep. can go to Dinky Town and go to you know go to Blarney or go somewhere like that. But I'd I'd go to Big Ten. I want I want a good burger and I want beer and I want to be left the hell alone. <laughs> Which will probably <laughs> happen at Big Ten. That's my pregame experience right there. Just leave me <laughs> Boy, alone. Boy, you sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> Rand Just is the leave guy. Leave me alone. Let me eat. Let me drink. You have no idea that tailgating is a thing that people do with other people. You just other people? <laughs> no, no. I just I thought Hello, this was like a no. solo act. No, thank you. No. Where did we no, go? That's a cottonwood. The solo act is called the cottonwood, <laughs> Michael. That's where you put a Q-tip in your wiener. That's a cottonwood. The cottonwood. Thank you. Yep. Yep. I've got to learn where the mute button is on these things. <laughs> I'll just beep it out. Just at the ready. I'm so excited for the rest of this. I got more of these. I'm going to use just dropping my... Sprinkle it in. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? Yeah? You want to leap forward to the part where I ask Mike if Amelia can be on the podcast? Just prop that off. Sorry, Clarence, your mic just isn't working tonight. I don't know what to tell you. You forgot to invite you, Clarence. (laughs) We'll use all of our sponsorship money on legal bills. (laughs) (laughs) Which we probably all saw that one coming, actually. Yeah, that's true. It's an eventuality. What about Joe Christensen? He'd probably go for this kind of thing. He might. He, you know what though? He doesn't do a whole lot of. Uh, he doesn't do a whole lot of media. He, or aside from <laughs> aside from aside being from the beat reporter for the team, <laughs> not a media guy. He doesn't do TV and radio. He does. Uh, he'll do video for us, but I've I've never heard him take a a radio uh, request. I, I I don't think he's really comfortable with it. It's not his favorite thing. So well, this is a radio. It's a podcast. Yeah, but it's the same kind. Nobody he listens might, to it, try. and you know. We can edit out anything he wants to say. That's true. Well, you might have a shot at him. You might, that might yeah. work. He's, he's a good guy. Do you think yeah, maybe he insight. keeps saying no because none of these other radio stations let him talk about his favorite sex acts? Could be. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> maybe he's just afraid know. of working blue. You don't know if, he can, if you don't ask. Yeah, Joe's in my well, fantasy talk, football me, league. Me and Joe can just talk about our favorite alternative country acts, and we can go from there. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's music. That's right. Yeah, music, uh-huh. guys. Yeah. Sorry. That's a music we, reference. We went to a concert and met there. So. Yeah. It was magic. Wait, you and Joe Christensen yep. are buddies, too? We've met twice now. Well, there you go. Once at First Avenue, once at Mike's house. Now he has to come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I'll, I, if you need me to make the inroads, I will make the inroads. We're planning on using this when we get to the cool. offseason and we try to get Glenn Perkins on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, per- Perk will totally do it. <laughs> You're yeah, he probably there. would. Uh, 
I don't think Perk has ever turned down an interview request. I think that's a fact. <laughs> All right. Well, let's test that theory. <laughs> that, was, that was a shot of 1,500, I think, right there. <laughs> God, he'll do anything. <laughs> I'm not going to be on if Perkins on. I've, you know what? We have a long-standing feud. I'm not. I won't be on. That's fine. You guys can have it. Is that the Water Rosemount thing? Or? What's that? So the Still, high school baseball the, thing? No, he's far younger than I am. It's an east side, south side thing. I don't, I don't have time for those guys from the other side of 494, Lake Elmo, Stillwater. They know why. Oh. <laughs> they know why. <laughs> All right, go for football. Yeah. Give us. Yeah. Hey, Mike, give us your sort of the prediction, your season outlook for the Gophers this year. Good, bad, indifferent. You know, I think they're better than they were last year. I mean, they they should be just. Anytime you're in year three of a, a rebuild, you should be getting better. And I think, you know, I think Jerry Kill, by and large, has done a pretty good job of recruiting and not just getting players, but making those players better. Now, I think the downside is, you know, out, once you get past the non-conference schedule, and they should go four and zero in the non-conference. They've got, I think, the San Jose State game is a little bit of a test. They were like eleven and two last year, that, but that's still a, you know, it's still a lower, to, you know lower program they, they should win that game at home so if you figure they can go 4-0 there if you figure maybe they can beat they should be able to beat Iowa they could start out 5-0 realistically 5-0 is within their grasp and where they go from there kind of depends on momentum and some breaks within the games they have a tough schedule in the back half of the Big Ten they don't get to play Illinois they don't get to play Purdue and that accounts for three-fourths of Jerry Kill's all-time <laughs> Big Ten victories with the Gophers so that's that's going to make a uh, that's going to make things a little difficult. They've got tough home games. I think they could win. I think they could beat Penn State here, and they've got to try to sneak out one more road win or somewhere else, whether it's Indiana, whether maybe it's Wisconsin here. I don't know how good Wisconsin's going to be. But I think they need to get to seven wins to make people think, okay, you know, this is a legitimate product. They're improving, and they need to be competitive against some of those other big teams because they they have they were they made that kind of bridge step last year where they weren't getting beat 58 nothing by Michigan, but they still weren't all that competitive with the upper echelon of the Big Ten. So I think successful is 7-5, and five, win three Big Ten games, and be competitive in, you know, most of your other games where you're, you're giving yourself a chance to win in the second half and the fourth quarter. And I think that's realistic. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it's realistic. What do you think is going to happen? Well, I think I think everything depends on how they start. I think if they start five and zero, they're going to get to seven. I think if they have a stumble somewhere along the way, you could start to see questions arise. And you know, some of it too depends on their depth. I mean, quarterback has got to be good this year. Um, you know, Philip Nelson, you know, second year of starting, but if he doesn't get it done, you've got Leidner. You're young there, but you've got some options. I think the biggest, the most crucial area in my mind, uh, two most crucial areas aside from quarterback are linebacker where you know, they're trying to replace some guys and they're not exceedingly deep there. They're really counting on two Juco transfers, uh, Damian Wilson and Devondre Campbell, to really have an impact right away. And the offensive line, they were injured there. They were the playing guys all over the place last year. They need to have some consistency and some cohesiveness there in order to kind of establish what they want to do on the ground and to protect Nelson. Yeah, the last couple of years, it seems like they need about 15 offensive linemen on the roster just to get through the season. Just seriously, from... I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to put together like an off season, off season too deep, and it was like 
they had like ten guys that started, you know, a handful of games on the offensive yeah. line last year. So it's it was kind of a crapshoot. I think they've kind of figured out what they want to do, but I think it's still a bit of in flux because of injuries uh, early on and in camp on the line. So I think continuity on the line is going to be a big deal. I think their running game is pretty solid. I think we saw Kirkwood was was pretty decent last year. Um, and, you know, you've got to change of pace now at Berkeley Edwards. If he can be, you know, if he can be a game changer, game breaker, that's something they didn't have last year. And, uh, you know, they they could they better be better on offense next this coming year because they weren't very good on offense last year. Yeah, you know, the last couple of years it seems like the biggest problem is that they've struggled through the air more than they've yeah. struggled on the ground. And obviously struggling in the air leads to struggling on the ground as everyone you know, mm-hmm. starts pulling an Adrian Peterson on you and putting all of the defense up front. Do you think? Right. Do you think this is a year to step forward for Phil Nelson? I think it is. I mean, I think overall, as Marquise Gray was a really good guy. He was, you know, he had a ton of talent. He's trying to make it in the NFL now. But I think there was such a, you know, there was just a the era that he was here. There was always such a back and forth. I think they're finally kind of at a point where. They know what they're going to do at quarterback. They've got a clear, established starter, and the guys that are behind them aren't much different than him. Their skill sets aren't so vastly different. So when you're changing from guy to guy, you wouldn't be changing your complete entire style. And whatever you went from Marquise to, whether it was yeah. you know Max Shortell, whether it was alternating with Adam Weber back in the day, whether it was you know Nelson last year, it was all it was always such a you know, such a change-up, such a curveball, everything changed, and whenever Gray was in, it was like, okay, now they're going to run. Whenever Shortell was in, it was like, okay, now they're going to pass. It was very predictable, and now they've got more of the guys that are the dual threats that they need. Sure. Clarence, do you have a scouting report on Philip Nelson? Uh, he is going to uh, win the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to believe in Phil Nelson. My question for Michael is, how much rope does he have? Leitner kind of came on stronger than I thought they they're giving him more uh they're making it seem like he's got a shot to play a lot earlier than i ever imagined um yeah. how much rope does phil nelson have i assumed he'd have all the rope that he wanted but now they're it's making it sound like like his job isn't quite as secure as i thought i think it's pretty secure i think he's got a decent amount of rope but i think he's being i think it's more him being pushed by how good they've found out leibner is they like yeah. him a lot I don't think it's anything Nelson's doing wrong. I think it's kind no. of, the, you know, I think it's, but I think you're, to your to your point, I think, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to make a knee-jerk, you know, hey, you know, Nelson, you get two games and then we're going somewhere else. I think you at least get a healthy way into the Big Ten season, and if it's not working, then, then maybe you make a move. And I think they're going to try to get Leibner into, you know, some late-game situations. I think they want someone else on the roster to have thrown a Big Ten pass <laughs> or have thrown, you know, a, to at least have played a little bit because they are so young there right now. I mean, Nelson, you know, Nelson's a true sophomore. Leidner's a redshirt freshman. Streveler's the number three, and they like him, but he's a true freshman. And it sounds like we're going to play Donovan Jones quite a bit at wide receiver. In fact, he's been working some with the, with the ones. You know, he's been working a lot with some of the guys they're counting on, so he could see some field time pretty quick. He's a true so, freshman also too, right? He is, yeah. He's got a ton oh. of talent. He's, he's a game, you know, a field stretcher, the kind of guy that they haven't had, so – they, you know, I think they're going to rely on him or a wide receiver. So you're talking about those other three guys, but they need to. I mean, ideal world, I think Nelson plays. You know, 80 to 90 percent of the snaps, they get. You know, they get Leidner some experience, and they can redshirt Strebler. If everybody stays healthy, that's that's the perfect world. Sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you two versions of the same question. Number one, 
percent Please. chance that this is a breakout year, like a nine and three or a ten and two, something okay. like that. You know, a little bit like Glenn Mason's third year when they out of nowhere sort of went, I think nine and three that year. Right, I think it was eight and four, but yeah, yeah, eight and four. That sounds right. Yeah, five and three in the Big Ten. Uh, let's see, uh, percent chance they have a breakout year. I'll say twenty-five percent. I think. Wow. To, to, to me, I think eight and four would be a breakout year, and I don't think that's unreasonable. I think it's only one more win than I was talking about with seven and five. I think it would take some breaks. I think I'd be more confident in it if their schedule set up more favorably for it. If they had you know, Illinois and Purdue on the schedule instead of, you know, the two Michigan schools, for instance. I, yeah. I just think they're going to run into – they might be quite a bit improved and still wind up at 6-6 six and six like they were last year just because of the schedule and because everybody else is better. But I think 8-4 and four is, you know, it's within their grasp. It's not a likelihood, but I think, you know, 8-4, and four, even, you know, long shot, 9-3, and three, who knows? You know, if you get on a roll, you get, you know, you get some team that's – you, you know the schedule breaks in a different way. Some teams aren't as good as you thought they were. They, you know, they get some injuries, something like that. You could see it happening. But I'm gonna say 25 percent breakout year. That's for eight and four. How about for nine and three or better? Percent nine and three or better, maybe 10 percent. I don't yeah. know. I, I think that's that's a. I think that might be a long shot. Just with, I mean, you got to play Nebraska. You got to play Wisconsin. You got to play Michigan. You got to play Michigan State. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. All right. So the flip side: chances that this year is a disaster, three and nine or worse. Three and nine or worse, I would say five percent. I don't think it's going to be a disaster. I think I could see them. I could see them winning five games. I don't think that's that would be you know that would be a step back and that would be a disappointment. Um, I could maybe see them winning four games. Say they lose, you know, say they go three and one in the non-conference, then they start losing some confidence. I just can't see them going all the way back to three and nine. And I I really don't think they're going to take that. I really don't think they're going to do worse than 6-6 six and six this year. All right. What are the chances they lose to UNLV on Thursday? Like 2%. Really? I, I don't, UNLV is really bad. They're, they're all over the map. They've, they've got, you know, they've, Royce wrote a blog post just about how the, just the, the ridiculous history of this, of this school and how bad they've been. They just, they've never been able to get anything going. Yeah, but how many and, Las Vegas columnists <clears throat> are writing the same thing about the Gophers? <laughs> They finished like two and ten last year. I mean, not they are not a good team. I know they went to triple overtime last year, but the Gophers played about as bad as you can play last year, and they still won that game on the road. Uh, I think this is a seventeen to twenty-one point win. All right, I, I like your optimism. I just, I think, I just think it's going. I don't think this is going to be a very good test. What? And their first good test we're seeing is San Jose State. Yeah, San Jose State was like eleven and two last year, and then they have a very good quarterback who's got some some pro potential. So that would be a pretty good test. And they have to play at New Mexico State. I mean, that's not a good team; that's a road game, so you never know. Where's New Mexico does State? The bigger games start. Like, when does the conference game start? Uh, I think the opener is September twenty eighth. It's a home game against Iowa. Happens to be the homecoming game as well. So, so we've got about a month until the really big action starts. So it's usually a month yeah. of kind of boring. Yeah, four four non conference games. You know, they kind of pad their schedule. As they, play for- Iowa. <clears throat> they play Iowa. It's not supposed to be very good this year, so they they could very well start five and zero. As a longtime Gopher football fan, I want to point out that the non conference schedule has never ever been boring. <laughs> Disappointing, maybe. Infuriating. Boring, sure. yeah. never. <clears throat> As someone who bought tickets and sat in the stands for the uh, North Dakota State game a couple of years ago, that's, oh. uh, that's very much true. 
Oh. Clarence, I think, was surrounded by North Dakota State fans for that one. I was in their in their section, and it was mis- I was so drunk. You know, that was the only <laughs> redeeming factor. Oh my God, was I drunk? You know what the crazy fact of life of that game is? Is North Dakota State simply had more talent? Which yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, they, they did. did. They they were the better team. It was not a fluke in any way, shape, or form. Oh my God, remember that pass that Marquise Gray threw over the middle to end the first half? Yeah, they got ran and, back for a touchdown. Oh yes, it it's still my soul. I can still it's, it hurt so yeah. bad. It, it damaged bad. my soul. A play, <laughs> a football play, damaged my soul. <laughs> like a dart fur would damage your soul. Yeah, that's what that play did. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I just remember laughing the entirety of that play because it was just so quintessentially something that would happen to the it Gophers. Was. What? What? Didn't something else weird happen in that play? Was it like a? Well, I think they had two laterals, or there was yeah, a fumble yeah. in the middle of the play, or something. There was a fumble like that. and something happened, and they ran it back. I don't remember yeah. exactly what happened, but it was brutal. Like Damon Lands to... riding a horse on the field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. well, he was no, supposed to throw a but... hail mary, and he threw it like I don't know twenty yards over the middle, and they picked it off and lateraled it twice and ran it all the way back. Yeah, it was something crazy. <sighs> and then I had Parker's Prairie. <laughs> right there, the person in front of me. Did you? Is that what happened? Golden Valleyed myself. I got so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So they play Iowa first. Is that right? Yeah, that's the first Big Ten game. Isn't, and then it's, I thought uh, they always played Iowa last. Is that like a new thing? They used to. I don't know what the deal is now. I don't know why they're playing them playing them first this year. But I don't know. The whole Big Ten schedule is all screwy now. They used to. They used to do things differently. There's no tradition anymore. Yeah, at least it, we're getting rid of the. At least we're getting rid of legend leaders next year. It used to be they right. try to have a tradition besides Michigan playing Ohio State, but really that's all that they care about now. Michigan right. plays Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, and everybody else can go screw themselves. Pretty much. And exactly. who is the Big Ten commissioner? Where is he from? Delaney. Delaney. Yeah. Uh, he's from. Uh, he's from North Carolina, I think. Weird. I okay. just assumed that he was from Wisconsin. With Clarence Another one of questions. Clarence's conspiracy theories goes down the drain. Sorry, Clarence. No. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, yeah. you've got 999 more. We'll do. I it. was just digging into it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's all. Don't worry, I'm not hurting. Not hurting for conspiracy theories. Oh, he's got 17 whiteboards and they're full of ink. <laughs> <laughs> lots of string, lots of pushpins. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do a uh, dossier later, and it'll turn out that he's got some Wisconsin connection. Yeah. I know Clarence can connect him to Wisconsin somehow. Oh, I'll figure it out. We'll get there. Uh, I wanted to ask you this too, Rand. How annoying is it to have to cover recruiting news? Recruiting news has gotten out of control. It really has. It's you just it's 24-7. You know, there's, Twitter has just made it almost impossible because there's a new rumor all the time, and it's, you know, like the – Athletes can narrow, you know, anytime someone narrows their list from five to four, it becomes a, a story. It's like, come on. It, 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 is, it has gotten pretty annoying. It's probably the worst, it, I shouldn't say the worst thing we have to cover, but it's, it's the most, it's the hardest thing to get your hands around just because it's, it's, it's all-encompassing. I mean, tr- football recruiting, I mean, they, they're going to sign 25 guys, you know. I mean, that's, and they're probably looking at 400 people, you know. It's, yeah. you got You've got no shot to to have everything locked down all the time. Basketball recruiting, 
maybe a little more feasible just because you kind of get a sense, okay, they're going after four people. This is kind of the, you know, they're going to sign four people. They can, you know, they can target a certain number. It makes sense. Okay, point guard, yeah, they're going after these three or four point guards. You can stay in contact with them. But even then, it's it's getting to the point where, you know, every little thing is news. It's, it's, it, is, it is kind of out of control. And then you got hockey recruiting where everybody commits when they're 14 years old anyway. So <laughs> exactly. It doesn't really exactly. matter. You've got soft commits and hockey, you never know what year they're actually going to come in because they commit, but then they're going to go to juniors. They're going to go to the development program. That's Hockey recruiting is a weird animal. It, it, it's almost like it's not – it's almost – it's less important than the other ones just because they it is so early and they do end up other places. Yeah, you know, the one thing that Minnesota doesn't have to deal with that a lot of schools elsewhere have to deal with is guys that are using their college commitment to try to get to go to the right major junior team or something like that because mm-hmm. the Gophers don't recruit a lot of guys from Canada or anything like that. No. It's no, mostly just true. high school kids out of Minnesota. Yeah. So Right. That's mostly just North Dakota, right? Yeah, it's mostly that's just great. North Dakota or Canadians. Yeah. That's great. Who's Pop? Petunia, shut up. Fran's dog doesn't like it when we make fun of North Dakota hockey. Fran's dog, Hackstall. I'm a farm on Canada. You mean to mute it until she settles down? I'll stop ripping on you, Andy. That's fine. No. That's not fine. Speaking of recruiting stories recruiting stories from days gone by, does anyone know if Chantrell Henderson's dad's rap album is going to drop any kind of time? It could be any day. I've been waiting for that one for a couple of years now, and I really, he's got some good beats. How can you twerk doing to it? I don't think Miami, he can, right? Can you twerk to it? I don't know if you can twerk to it. I mean, Miley Cyrus probably could, but I don't know. If we see, I knew we get a twerk reference in today at some point. I don't know if the average layman can twerk to it. but The average layman yeah. doesn't know what twerking is. You got yeah, I think most people do now, unfortunately. I was asked yeah, I think- by three, three separate people at work today what twerking was. Really? I'm very happy that they immediately was like, I wonder what twerking is. I know who to ask. Broxy. <laughs> Can you explain? Can you explain twerking on the podcast using names of Minnesota towns? This will be me finding out what twerking is. Yeah, more or less because I actually don't really know what it is either. It's more or less just shaking your butt. It's a type of dancing where you, yeah, you bend over and you stick your butt out, Mm -hmm. and then, I mean, you just gotta make that make that booty clap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, oh, well, that's a blooming prairie. Yeah. So you're talking about a blooming (laughs) prairie. Got it. Yeah, so, I mean, well, you, do, you don't have the season sour cream, but other than that, it's pretty <laughs> much a blooming prairie. Blooming prairie <laughs> with clothes on, no sour cream. Yeah. Stu, did your daughter get that twerk captain T-shirt she was talking about? <laughs> no, no, she did you not. Put the kibosh on that one. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, oh boy, oh. I have that's daughters. A true, that's a true fact. <laughs> that is a thing that happened. That is a thing that happened. Thank God I wasn't just trash talking. No, it was, it was legit. I would never that'd trash a, talk. That'd be a bridge too far. <laughs> a bridge too far. Mom jokes in play, daughter jokes never. Yes, that's actually our motto. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has gotten out of control. Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to mention about Gopher football before we move on to another topic? Who are is is the Big Ten going to be good this year? Are they formidable or Ohio they, State's going to be really good? Yeah, Ohio State's supposed to be pretty good. I mean, they're actually you know they're eligible, which is neat. Um, good for them. Know, they're good for them. They're plucky. Compliance. You know, with, I caught a break. 
means that Wisconsin probably won't go to the Rose Bowl, which is nice. That is nice. Ugh. Okay, um, what about Penn State? What's the sitch? Well, you know, they were 8-4 and four last year, kind of surprisingly good, but they're going to start getting hammered pretty soon here now because they're losing all these scholarships. They're down to 65 scholarships, I think, either this year or next year. They're bowl ineligible for the next three years still, can't play in the Big Ten championship game. I think you think you'll start to see a drop-off. I don't know if this year, but maybe next year. Um, you know, they'll, they'll still be decent, but it, it's going to set them back pretty good. You know, they'll, they'll still be – I think when they come here, that's a game that the Gophers could look to maybe win. Is Ted Roof still their defensive coordinator? I think he is. I can't remember for sure. So I that's a disaster looked. waiting to happen, too. Well, mm-hmm. That's just your opinion, man. It's <laughs> I, I think Ohio State is a legitimate national title contender, or at least to get into that BCS title game. I don't. The SEC has got such a stranglehold on that right now, but Ohio State could could very well run the table and get into that conversation. I got to be honest. I hate all other Big Ten teams with the passion with a fire of a thousand suns. But mm-hmm. if Ohio State does make the championship game against an SEC team, I would mm-hmm. really love it if Ohio State won, just so all the SEC fans would shut up. Yeah, because I and am. you know maybe maybe they'd have the team to do it because Braxton Miller's got the you know you got the dual threat there and you know we'll we'll see we'll see how good we'll see how good the conference is as a whole but Ohio State's definitely the cream of the crop this year. Sam, they before they went on probation they won about seven straight Big Ten titles, didn't they? Yeah, and they were twelve and zero last year. So I mean, yeah. you know they're they're no uh, they're they're for real they're for real. In conclusion, screw Ohio State. Mm, I don't know that's what you said. No, you said the opposite. Well, but said that's fine. I said State. Ohio State above any other SEC team just so SEC fans will shut up. Okay. No. Okay. That's I fair. guess that's closer to what you said. Um, who are the – who's the – is Alabama still the – Yeah, until until proven otherwise. I mean, they're, they're going to be really good again. Um, you know, A.J. McCarron acquitted himself pretty well last year, and he's, he's back again. He's – Got to be kind of by default or by by his play. He's in the conversation for the Heisman early on. So, you know, they could make it three in a row. They they really could. They're, they're that good. But, man, did, kinda... did he win it last year? What's that? Did John, uh... Man... Johnny Johnny won the Heisman. Yeah, yes. Johnny Manziel from A&M. Yeah, he won it last year. Johnny Football! As a freshman. All right. He's gotcha. back this year for now. Uh, <laughs> until, uh, We'll see what the NCAA thinks of his autograph situation, but for now, yeah, he's he's slated to to play. And you know, so I think if you had to look at the early favorites for Heisman, you know, quarterbacks are always the the front runners. I think you're looking at Braxton Miller, Manziel, and uh, maybe McCarron, maybe the kid from Louisville too. <laughs> Nobody from Louisville is going to win the Heisman Trophy. Well, you know, they could be they could be like eleven and one. They could be pretty good. So Teddy, yeah. old Teddy. Yeah, he'll yeah he'll be in the he'll be in the conversation. He'll be in the mix. He'll he'll be right. one of those sexy midseason picks, and then someone that we all have heard of will will win it. Uh huh. All right. Great. All right. Let's move up to the pro ranks and talk a little Vikings Forty ers which was a oh, debacle boy. of debacle. Well, we can segue, John. That, that'll be my question for all right. segue from let's hear a segue to to pro is uh, which college quarterback this season will be the quarterback that the Vikings select in the first round <laughs> next uh, next spring? Oh, that's a great question. I like yeah, that question. question. I would love to have prepared for it, but I was bit too busy looking up sex act cities. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think we know yet who the who's going to emerge as the best pro prospect, do we? I mean, is there a clear-cut number one right now? As what far about as... Johnny Football? 
Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. Is he is he got the maturity level? Where's he at? I mean, I don't know. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be he'd be a lot of fun, man. He'd be a ton of fun. <laughs> he can throw the ball purple. forwards in the air, right? He can do. <laughs> I don't know. He's he can throw punt. Can he throw punt? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't lack in confidence. That's no, he doesn't. The conversation to me, and I don't know. I don't even know that I. What side I'm on on, on this? Uh, the con- the conversation on Twitter today was ponder and his confidence level. Is he just a confident person? I think he is fine. He just can't throw. But uh, I don't think Johnny Football lacks in the confidence no. department. From what I can. Tell. He'd be he'd be another far. He'd be a blast. He'd be Yeah, and his family's be, crazy. He's Yeah. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, it's, that's like Texas oil money crazy. <laughs> right, and, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's all, yeah, right there. I mean, that's what well, I would give the writers in town. That's just field day. So, yeah, you're I think... The... Did you guys see the Deadspin story about his yes. kind of the whole family lineage yeah. and the swindling? Yeah. And that was, that was they're all they're all crooked. <laughs> I mean, they're, yeah. they're they're crooked and they're nuts. Well, well it was I mean, inspiration. It was inspirational, as far as I could, from my angle. It was his family is inspirational. Yeah, um, yeah. he can <clears throat> rise above that to uh, yeah. and actually make something of himself. To Clarence's point about uh, the college QB who the Vikings will draft, I, I do. Uh, I do get a bad feeling about this year. It's getting worse and worse. Just not even just watching him play. Just it just seems like a weird dynamic is in play right now. And five and eleven would not surprise me at all. Well, well it's just it was such good luck last year that you just kind of I think inherently know as a as a fan like this can't happen two years in a row. Same with the second year of Favre. It sort of seems like the same thing where it's like, boy. You can't catch breaks that often with injuries and fumbles and whatever else. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm with you. I feel the same way. Yeah, it's kind of depressing because they've, they've done the right things. I think they've drafted the right players. I just, something feels off this year. I don't know what it is. Maybe 5-11. Yeah, and 11 It's wearing hard, number 7. Yeah, <laughs> There's that, but it's just, it goes beyond ponder. The offensive line has looked pretty bad. I mean, the uh, secondary is super young, and I don't know how good they're going to be. Still don't know how good their linebackers are going to be. The defensive line's getting older. I mean, thankfully, William, Kevin Williams doesn't have a serious, serious injury. It sounds like no ligament damage from the MRI today. But still, I don't know. I'm just getting a bad feeling about this year, more than, more beyond just uh, Clarence's good friend, Ponder. Yeah, but that's like that's like complaining about a squeaky fan belt on a car that has no wheels on it. 
<laughs> well, it squeaks oh, a little bit when it's running up on the blocks. Well, it's up on the blocks. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I how soon do you see Matt Castle? Uh, game three. Yeah, and what oh, is he? What does he bring to the table? He doesn't look all that great either. <laughs> well, he's Matt Castle. He's not looked great anywhere he's been. Chiefs yeah, fans, Chiefs fans Pro Bowl. cheered when he got a concussion. Yeah, I know. He did make a Pro Bowl. <laughs> well, oh, it's going to be so when Ponder is going to throw that like he did uh, yesterday, last night that first long bomb that mm-hmm. just. <laughs> was up into if if Straight that stadium had rafters, it would have hit him. It would have hit a speaker like Husky uh, off the Husky. Dallas scoreboard. He uh, <laughs> he crow hopped for five yards. Yep, and he threw it as far as he could. It was uh, ninety feet in the air, and it went fifty-five yards. That's his maximum. <laughs> yeah. I counted what, fifty-five what, yards. What drives me crazy is his. It's driving me increasingly crazy is his abandonment of the pocket just at the first sight of trouble. And he's yep. always he's bouncing to the right all the time, and that's when the play breaks down. He's He's got to give it another second or two, and he just doesn't have that pocket presence. I don't know if he ever will. We're so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a less athletic T-Jack. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. He's just weird. And podcast over. Well, T-Jack like, always looked like he was going to be okay. You know, he could run, right. arm strength, whatever, but you just watch him in the pocket, and you're like, how is nobody open? Every other right. quarterback can find a guy most of the time. He just couldn't right. find anybody, and I feel like that's the same issue with Ponder watching yeah. him. You're like, dude, there's got to be somebody. You just can't find him. Yeah. I have an important thing. Let's look you on the see br- Greg Jennings confident. You could see him as the ball was in the air on that long bomb. You could see... Jennings' shoulders shrugged yep. down at him saying, <laughs> why running. the fuck did I sign here? Yeah. What the hell am I Just, doing as the ball lands 20 yards away? The light flowing out of his body. What am I going to do with my life for the next five years? This is going to be fucking miserable. What the is, hell is it, what was I thinking? Is he number 15 this year? Jennings? Yeah, uh, is that what I yeah. saw? I think that's right. Mm-hmm. He's probably like secretly trying to take over the QB position. <laughs> <laughs> Done everything else in my career. Fuck it, I'm playing QB. What, what percentage of Vikings fans do you think right now want McLeod Bethel Thompson to start? Thirty. Wow. What percentage do you what? think wants somebody other than Ponder for, to start? It's got to be like sixty. Sixty, and then of that, it's half Castle, half <laughs> MBT. Yeah, you think so thirty, thirty. I think that's about right. Yeah, it would be a fun poll, I suppose. But I wonder how many people would say MBT just because the other two are clearly awful. Clearly, we, we all know, we what know there's about no way around it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the devil, you know, right? So I think um, MBT also just because his name lends well to chanting. Yep, mm-hmm. it's yeah. probably nothing more than MBT. Yeah, MBT, the place. Yeah. It's it's going to happen. You know yeah. that that chant's going to happen. It's like MVP. But not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I All get right. it. Okay. <laughs> it's also You're three welcome. letters that fit You're fairly welcome. well together. Yeah. Even You're extremely welcome. drunk rubes can can latch onto that one. And extremely drunk rubes are the Vikings' target market. That's it. Yep. And I include myself and probably everybody on this podcast in that market. So probably. Let's look on. Let's look on the bright side here. Jerome Felton sp- suspended for three games. So, oh yeah, that's the bright side. A pro Bowler, Jerry. Uh, Jerry. We didn't need our ground game anyway. No, no. that does. No. That does open the door for country music superstar Zach Line to make the team, though. 
He cr- all he does yeah. is catch touchdowns, John. I don't know why you're doubting Everyone him. Everyone likes him. <laughs> He's very well liked. Him. Do we yeah, know probably... what Jerome Felton was doing? Well, he, yeah, I, think it's, it's, I think it's connected to his from, from last year, yeah. Oh. I thought it yeah. stemmed from being out drinking with Aaron Gleeman on Saturday. <laughs> that was an no. amusing set of tweets, but no. <laughs> is, that your, is that your attempt at a segue? No, that has nothing to do <laughs> with anything. Oh, okay. I just wanted to mention that Aaron Gleeman was out drinking with Jerome Felton on Saturday. Okay. And I assumed I that they were connected, but I didn't actually. I thought we were going to get deeper into the sordid details of Gleeman's life at this point. <laughs> Should we? Does anybody want to speculate on Aaron Gleeman's life? I don't have any idea what you guys are talking about. I saw something about he was. Was it was it at the state fair? There was some sort of scenario. Yeah, I, John Bonus and Parker Hageman were making were kidding him about something or other on Twitter this morning. So. I, I put something on the sportive feed about how we were going to discuss Aaron Gleeman's love life tonight. And so we're not really going to do that? Yeah, well, surprise. if you want to, go ahead. I don't know I think we just did. It, so. That's the yeah, extent that was of our knowledge. This podcast yeah. has no rules whatsoever, so if anybody wants to speculate in any way. Stu, got any speculation there? Uh, I don't know what's going on with it. It seems, you know, like he's he's trying and PA is really trying to help him out. <laughs> right. He's like he's, he's throwing like he's getting out there. He's throwing like continental one. diamond gift cards out left and right, trying to you know <laughs> grease the skids. And that's not a metaphor. I gotta tell you, um, there's, there's not a town named that, is there? Grease the skids. That's a that's an orino. <laughs> Greasing yeah. the skids. That's an orino. <laughs> is. If you were, yeah, I, 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 it sounds like things, you know, things are, you know, he's in there, he's taking his swings, and you know, you got to get out there. You got to yeah, take the he's, he's getting out there. I mean, he's, he's, he's doing it. Just one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? That's true. If you were That's very true, if you were trying to get set up, would there be anybody who's actually less helpful than Paul Allen having on your side? <laughs> he's loose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. No. I just can't imagine having Paul Allen trying to run your love life. I guess he's the only a big supporter, though. Yeah, that, so yeah. you got to think he'd oversell you like crazy. I guess the only other five people I could think of is these five people on the podcast. That'd be less <laughs> yeah. No, I can find Gleeman a. I can find Gleeman a lady if that's what we need to do. <laughs> I can find a lady by two p.m. It's going to cost all our podcast. We do have some sponsorship dollars yep. left. Well, that's going to cost us. Believe me. Yeah, and if we got gas money. Oh my God. <laughs> Sporting is not above that. It's, no, no. He gets great mileage in that little that little car he drives. Yep. He gets yeah. really good mileage in that too. Yeah, it's a good point, Stu. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so too. So, uh-huh. Aaron, if you're still listening, are we still your favorite local podcast, or is that pretty much over now? <laughs> yeah, that might be it for that. Just I, I think the Parker's Prairie joke will probably get him to stay on the line a little bit. Yep. But he likes it when we tease Parker a little bit. I think so. That helps. Sorry, Aaron. We're we're just so sorry. Uh, I want to yes. I want to bring up something that was in the newspaper, of the Twin Cities, this morning on page two of the sports yeah, section. Start your yeah. There's a mm-hmm. new English soccer fan in the world. Yeah, and he's on this I podcast. Am. I am. I'm, I've been watching. I'm uh, oh, I'm a little Lord. I'm a little bit hooked <laughs> on the Saturday morning uh, Premier League situation on the uh, the NBC Sports. I watched. Uh, Two weekends ago, I watched a match. The, this past weekend, I watched two matches. I I enjoyed wow. myself. I enjoyed myself. It's it's hard it's to good. beat the timing if you're up early on a Saturday. It's perfect. To either watch college game day or just flip on a game that actually matters to somebody. And I'm sorry, yeah, what channel is this on? 
Uh, NBC, uh, the NBC Sports Network, or online? Yeah. Huh, okay. Every single game, Brandon, every single game is televised. No kidding. Yeah, I've been uh, flipping around in my DirecTV package. Sorry, Clarence, I see you just rubbing your eyes, and I know you're not a big <laughs> soccer enthusiast. You, we had it out over the soccer inclusion in the Great Baseball Road Trip. We've talked about that. We've, we've had our differences over the years. We sure have. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, one, guys, one or two. Yeah. One or two, yeah. just, you know, be Christian Ponder, Miguel Sano, whatnot, soccer. It was a whole yeah. sport, but... Yeah, I'm just. I don't know if I don't know if this will continue, but I found myself into it, and maybe I'll even uh, maybe I'll even become a fan of a team. Who knows? I'll, maybe I'll pick one. Not, you, not based on uh, any kind of uh, rhyme or reason. Just pick one. Are you the kind oh, of person who needs to pick a team to be interested in something, or can you just sort of be a no, general fan? Not really. I could, I could be a casual soccer fan. It actually, might be kind of nice just to watch something for the uh, the enjoyment of the sport itself, and not have some greater emotional investment to get crushed by. I get that enough with, yeah. with the local teams. <laughs> Have you traced your, your British heritage back to what town you're from in England? Maybe that would help you out. Uh, what team to pick? Could. I don't know. Maybe don't know you're from much... uh, Cardiff or some... Could be. I don't know how much English heritage I have, though. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it runs that deep. Do you want some? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clarence. <laughs> so you you watch the games, but you don't have any rooting interest so far. No, not yet. I mean, yeah, not yet. I just you know, it's just you probably develop like a. You know, you, you like one <laughs> like style of play during a game. Like, within a game, you're like, all right, I'm going to go for this team just because I like the way they're playing. But I don't have, like, a team that's mine yet. I don't go for Chelsea like Dana Wessel or anything like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Dana Come West. on, you blues. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you blues. But, I think you John. Got... Yeah. Who do, they, who do they play today? Who does who play today? Who did the Chelsea's play? Ah, it was Chelsea Manchester United this afternoon, and it was the most boring game in the history of the world. Yeah, even for soccer, it was boring. Chelsea Holy plays crap. really boring. Chelsea's got. Okay, a boring did they play at all? Did they play at Old Stratfordshire or uh, Old close. Haversham? <laughs> old Haversham is correct. Mrs. <laughs> Haversham. <laughs> it's also known as the Theater of Tea. Oh, huh. okay. Clarence started on that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got a theater of tea yeah, under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so casual fan, we're not quite there yet. We're not going to have you start writing posts for the soccer blog yet. No, is what no, we're saying. Long story short, no. But I have enjoyed Wessel's contributions. Those are uh, he's. I don't know who's more long-winded, him or Rocket. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's hard to say. It, it yeah. Dana's last post was literally twenty one hundred words long, which I couldn't <laughs> yeah. quite believe. I don't think he'll ever top though Rocket's uh, two part post on the uh, intramural club <laughs> hockey game between North Carolina and Duke. I think that was <laughs> maybe each, the high point for Randball where as each, a blog. Where each part was 2,000 words. <laughs> I loved that series. It was yeah. a great. It was great. I don't know. I don't know. But you actually was, had to buy more internet. Yeah. Put all <laughs> I had to use internet 8. It was weird. Yeah. I had to use a new internet <laughs> to afford Rocket the space he needed for all his words. But... <laughs> We we haven't had a rocket post for a while. It all worth it. We need a rocket yeah. post about anything. Yeah, I, mean, I think you'll. I think we'll get the rockets red glare going again once the NHL season starts. I think I'll talk him back awesome. into doing that again. 
I I tried to write a hockey post for your blog that you wouldn't post, so. Which one? I don't know. There was I wrote something about the divisions, but you were on vacation and you never posted it, oh. so. I'm sorry. So, you know, whatever. Was Rocket week- Rocket can be the hockey correspondent. I'll stay out of it. Was that the weekend links a few weeks ago? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't have been anything else. All right. The next thing I want to talk about, because they're both here, I want Clarence and Rand to argue live and in color about Miguel Sano. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't oh, get God. the prep for this. That's fine. We've already beaten the shit out of that thing on Twitter. But nope. Let's yeah. go. I'm fine. We'll take ten paces each direction and turn and fire. Well, right. I, my overarching point, which I made on the page two again this morning. Uh, overarching. <laughs> Plug. Overarching that that plug. that is a Newport. <laughs> Overarching. I thought that Clarence, was a Lionel Lakes. <laughs> Clarence had a guest starring role in the page two piece as uh, most fans. He, he was as he was most fans. Uh, many fans, maybe he was Minnesota. That's a, that's a I like to think of Clarence as the silent majority of Minnesota fans. And, <laughs> my, my overarching point is that. Uh, I don't think they need to rush this guy. He's having a very good year. He's got 33 home runs. But what he's doing at New Britain isn't quite matching what he was doing at Fort Myers. And he's 20 years old. They don't need to bring him up. They don't need to bring him up, destroy his confidence, get everyone mad at him because he's not the guy they thought he was. Just wait. Just wait till next year. It's fine. We don't need to bring this guy up because the fans demand – some kind of savior for September because the season's gone bad again. Just, just let this play out. Destroy his confidence. What in in anything you've read or heard about this guy mm-hmm. tells you you could possibly destroy his confidence? He hasn't failed yet. Well, you just said he's not hitting as well as he was. You're saying he's failing. He's not failing. But then he hasn't failed yet. You can't have it both ways. Which is it? Is he doing well or is he failing? He's doing fine. He's doing neither. He's doing what he should be, but he's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. He's not so ready what, yet. He's he's leading the the division. He's leading the league in slugging, and he's ninth in OPS. What okay. more does he have to do? You're saying he has to hit, high, have a higher batting average and lower strikeouts. That's, I think he needs to be a little more consistent. Did you see the stretch he had before yesterday? He was like seven for forty three with nineteen okay. strikeouts. He hasn't he hasn't mastered double A pitching yet. Why should he be in the major league? He hasn't mastered his game is power, and yeah. he is leading the the league in slugging percentage. What he's more also, does he need to do that league? Well, he's also batting 100 points lower than he was in Class A, which should tell you that he's not mastered this this level yet. So what's your fear? If he gets called up and hits, <laughs> two, you, you're, what do you think would happen if he got called up? What would be his numbers? I don't what? know. Maybe he, he'd probably hit a few bombs. He'd hit about 200, and okay. that'd be it. And then what? So that's the, the that'd be a bad thing? I mean, it wouldn't be a terrible thing. It's just not that necessary. What, why is that better for his development than to keep doing what he's doing? Well, what I'm wondering is what? Why are you so? Why do? You, what gives you the idea that he has this fragile little like Fabergé egg of a psyche? It's, <laughs> oh, the cutest ever little psyche that just oh, it's so brittle and precious that you just absolutely that if you bring him up too early. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna break. It's not, that's, not necessarily, that's not necessarily going to happen. But why do you want to take that risk? Why are you going to bring a guy like <sighs> Chanel up before he is ready? Because when you want you want him up when he is ready to play because for the next fifteen years. Because there's absolutely nothing Ooh. else going on. Well, that's dip. not a good enough reason. Uh, that's that good is, enough reason for me. <laughs> I know, but that is not a good reason to bring up a prospect. Blows. Go for hockey. Won't start for three <laughs> fucking months. The Wild. I don't. Fuck, I don't know where you know what's that. Two months away, 
we need this void. We need to fill this September void. Look, you know, I, I think it would. I think it would be fun. I don't, I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun. I, as a fan, I would enjoy it. I just don't think it's the right idea. And but you're also yeah. playing the fan card the opposite way that it's going to disappoint a lot of people if he's not good, right? It is. It, I think it is. I think well, that's the it. wrong reason to not to to not do it either. Correct, right? and that's not the reason I don't think they should do it. I just don't think he's ready. But I can see the backlash from fans coming a mile away, and it's not you fair because they're going to judge him after 20 games. Well, you you need to know what you've got for the start of 2014 if he's ready in 2014. And as we found out with Hicks, you can't use spring training to find that out. You have to use real live major league pitching to find out if he's ready. You, you, so you either call him up in September or don't start him on your major league roster in 2014. Those are your two options because well, you can't use spring training. I think they've been projecting him middle of 2014 for a long time. So I who's going to be your starting third baseman next year? Oof. I think their desperation has created this fast track in everybody's mind that he's going to be here at the start of next year. I don't even know if he's going to be here at the start of next year. I don't, I don't know. know third, I don't know who your third baseman is, but I don't know. You know, I I, I don't think it's potential <laughs> franchise cornerstone Trevor Blue. <laughs> I did I did call him <laughs> no, that last year. I, I won't even know. I could use that as a card against you too, and I, I won't did, because I'm I did say it. that. Are you talking Arod Junior right now? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Arod. He his swing like Arod. He still oh, does. Lord, Michael, you said that, and I wasn't going to bring it up. I didn't even bring it up. I was absolutely going to bring it up. I'm embarrassed by that. I'm embarrassed. That's smart that he did it before you could do it. That's strategy right there. That is. Yeah, because I could yeah say what what could you have to say about any third baseman after you said that? Right. That's fair. Why I think at the end of the day, my biggest question is why do you hate fun? What what is it about fun? What happened to you? Yeah. Who hurts you so badly? Do you seem like a fun hater? Fun yeah, you got to so remember much. he's from North Dakota and he grew up with Rocket. So is it Grand Forks? Hmm. Is it Grand Forks? Lonnie Smith. Grand I think Lonnie Smith. Did Lonnie that Smith him. ruined. Was it Lonnie Smith? It was Lonnie Smith. Oh, Lonnie, Lonnie Smith gives it to you. That was so <laughs> wonderful. Show me on the doll where Lonnie Smith hurt you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, that's it. I, I don't know, John. I, I don't know who wins the who won that. I think um, the listeners won that. They won that. I think there's. I think there's a good argument. We lost. I I, I listened. We lost. (laughs) There's a good argument to be had on both sides of it. I don't think Clarence is crazy on this one. I think that there are guys who have been coaching on this one. On this one, (laughs) Clarence, you know I have to couch it. Come on. Yeah. You've got some theories. You've got some theories. I have one or two. When you get to the melting point of structural steel, that's when you want to back away. That's when the shit gets weird. Oh, that is, that is not one of my theories. Somebody else invented that one. Oh, he's a birther. It's fine. We need a segment that's just Clarence's crazy theory of the week. Should. I would I've listen to that. I would listen to that podcast. We wouldn't be out of them. We've, we've had 28 of these podcasts, and we'd still be going through new ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when they turn out to be right 60% of the time, that's when you start to realize that all the underpinnings of your world are not what they seem. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's fine. I told you fucking two years ago about Ponder, and you guys did nothing but mock and ridicule me. And now here we are. I don't. I think you're uh, you're beating the hell out of some straw men right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we agreed with you. Nobody likes Ponder. 
no, baloney, two years ago in like October of 2011, I was making comments on Randball's blog that were just as mean and <laughs> denigrating as as I am now to ponder. And I was getting yes to no votes, like zero to 50. <laughs> like at zero to 50. And I was like, fine, fuck all you. That must have been front paged. <laughs> well, yeah, some of them were. And maybe, do you remember this, Rand? Am I am I speaking? Out of, do you remember? No, these? I remember this. You were you've been yes, out, you've been you've been anti ponder pretty much from the start. And everybody was like, "Oh no, no, you can't say that already. You could. He's got a strong arm. What are you watching?" I'm like, "Fuck, are you crazy? The guy's got this limp noodle dick arm. <laughs> been saying that over and over. And finally, wheels here they come. And now structural steel." Birth certificates, all that shit. <laughs> funny stuff. Fake the moon landing. <laughs> yep. Yep. No Frozen envelope. About, yeah, the Hollywood <laughs> studio that they had, the moon landings. What, what are the chances that Ponder has a reasonable year? What counts as a reasonable year? That he's a competent NFL quarterback. That is the middle of the middle of the pack quarterback. If he improves upon last year. Because last yeah. year was not a good year. That, that no, but I think that year. is the problem with him is that he doesn't. A lot of times, he doesn't struggle in such an obvious way. Like he's just sort of ineffective, for the most he's part. A, you know, entirely ineffective. I'd say it's a fairly obvious way. When he throws know, the like, ball, it doesn't end up in the, the hands of a teammate. <laughs> if you yeah. look at some of the advanced statistics last year, he was like. 19th best quarterback or 21st or something where he wasn't like an obvious abomination. You kind of had to watch to understand that's not how you play quarterback, right? He didn't lead the league in interceptions, whatever. So yeah, but most of his passes traveled four yards in the air and went for yeah. minus one yards. Dude, the I hate problem. him. He's bad. I, I I'm not arguing that. No. I'm just saying like he's one of those guys who sticks around longer than um, other types because he doesn't ever throw deep. He's short, he's always got a decent completion percentage. I don't know. People can talk themselves into that bullshit if they really want to. Well, whoever those people are, they're morons. They're not Clarence. They're racists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's who they are. This town's, not, this town's not ready for a white quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're racist. They love him too much. No. Um, um, keep going. Somebody else was asked the question of the, the odds. I have no idea. <clears throat> Oh, you asked me what his odds are of having a reasonable year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say zero because then it might happen, but 1%. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) 0.0003%. How about that? We have Clarence on record saying it might happen. That's (laughs) Yes. Well, you have somebody saying there's a chance. Friggin' big media. The question you're asking me is what are the chances that a quarterback who can't throw might have a reasonable year. Fuck, he'll have to reinvent the position and throw with his foot? Do like a kick it? Fuck, I don't know. How the hell is he going to do this? Because he can't throw, so maybe he'll figure something out. He's a smart guy. I don't know. He can maybe figure out some way. We're going rugby with this one. Yeah. Passing forward with the foot. Canadian football. I like it. I'm uh, I support the one percent man. I don't see it happening. I I don't see it possible. Oh, oh wait a minute. We did say that Pelissero thought that something about his arm strength. Well, that fast, was right? his Pelissero's theory was that 
some scouts had told him it takes three years to come back from the shoulder injury that Ponder has. So now we're in the third year hmm. after the injury. But you're watching preseason and yeah. watch Kaepernick okay. throw last night. And then yeah. five seconds later, you watch Ponder throw. It's you're watching two different things. It's like yeah. standing at a youth baseball complex and watching the 18-year-olds play and watching the 6-year-olds play. Looking left, and there's the Legion team throwing fucking 80 and looking right, and there's the 5-year-olds you know, hitting off a tee. It's two different <laughs> games that they're playing. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so I do have a related thing. I did look up uh, quarterbacks that we need to pay attention to uh, for college. Uh, Good effort. The number one, the number one uh, prospect, this is according to CBS Sports, is Teddy Bridgewater from Louisville. Yeah, the Louisville kid. Ted, Teddy Bridgewater. Great quarterback name. That's great quarterback. That's a great anything. Yeah. yeah. That's a great oh, professional bowler name. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater Jr. Tuscaloosa, so Alabama. Already. I've already uh, got the Vikings jersey with the Bridgewater on the back. That would be hilarious. He's projected to be a top five pick. Um, Which so the Vikings high. are in play. Here's a good one. Taj Boyd from Clemson. Falter for Bridgewater. Fuck, we got to think of a good hashtag rhyme <laughs> for taking the season to get Teddy Sell Bridgewater. Sell your daughter for Bridgewater. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's already done. <laughs> um, we'll work Taj Keep Boyd going. from Clemson is supposed to be a uh-huh. top 15 pick, which is about perfect. Yeah. Um, and then Stephen Morris from Miami is projected to be like a late first rounder. So those are our three guys. And then it's like AJ McCarron and uh, full circle. The San Jose State guy is supposed to be a first or second round pick. I'll mm-hmm. be watching him. We'll keep David an eye on him that Gophers game. Yeah. yeah. And then after He's that is Johnny, Johnny Football second Johnny round football. Yeah. Is All John- of those guys I would take tomorrow on the Vikings. Here's a question that keeps coming up at work. Would you rather have Christian Ponder or Mark Sanchez? I, I asked Drew McGarry the same thing today. He said Ponder. Just because he's like a couple years younger? I mean, that's the only thing, right? Yeah, he's just, he's got less burden of proof of of bad years in the NFL, I guess. But they're basically the exact same players, right? They kind of are. No yeah. arm strength and poor decision-making? It's a good combination. Dreamy eyes? Yeah, I think Ponder's Wait. probably a little bit more mobile. He's run for a little bit more, but yeah, they're basically the same throwers at this point. Yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. That's neat. Fucking one. Sanchez is a winner, though. He went to the, uh, you know, he went to the playoffs with him. He's a winner, guys. So true. That makes uh, winning wins. Sense. Winning wins games. <laughs> and now we've gotten into the confusing portion of the. Well. <laughs> I was going to uh, that's not even close to true. <laughs> the confusing portion of the podcast started in minute one, and it's just yeah. been downhill from there. Yeah. Uh, anybody got anything else? Randy got a scouting report for us on Jason Gonzalez covering Gopher Hockey for the paper this year. Well, he comes from California. He's eager to learn. Um, he's going to take the beat very seriously. He's very excited about it. So we haven't gotten into a whole lot yet, but uh, he's, he's very enthusiastic. I think he'll do a really good job. Give me some background on him. I don't know anything about him. Uh, he came to the paper uh, maybe a year, year and a half ago. He's been covering high schools. Um, he's came from a small paper in California, and I believe he covered kind of a little bit of everything there. So I don't know if he's got a ton of hockey background coming from where he comes from, but he's learning, and he's good. He's a good guy. You'll you'll like him. 
You'll can, like him. He's, he's, he'll do he'll do his homework. He'll he'll do his due diligence. Can we embed clearance with him for a couple of weeks so we can get as many Dave Spihar and Rico Pagel jokes and stuff out there as we can? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can do that or not. I'll ask. I'll ask if he's interested. Well, I'll, I'll interrogate him to see what uh, what kind of uh, allegiances allegiances he's got. Uh, you know, is he a UND guy? Is he a Wisconsin no. guy? Because I'm not buying that he's from California or he doesn't know anything about <laughs> hockey. He's from, that sounds like witness protection to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, New Mexico. Uh, no, I ain't buying it. No. He's a hackstall spy. Yeah. He's probably yeah from some Madison suburb, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like Mike Eves. You yeah. know, Mike Eves wiped his memory and sent him to California to worry at a paper there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But I'm no, I'm willing to give the guy a shot. I don't know anything about him, so I'll yeah. give him a shot. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. That's all we yep. ask. Well, we're looking forward. We're we're looking forward to this winter for Clarence. He's he's just counting the days until hockey season starts. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Yep. Um. Anybody? Anybody got anything else? Do we want to talk high school football, or should we just give up? Um. Brandon, you said you're going to a high school football game, and I want to. I, I don't think this made the podcast, so I want you to talk about where you're going and what it's like. So one of the things when we first moved down to Dallas was we put a big list together of things we wanted to do while we were in Texas because we didn't know how long we were going to be here. And one of the first things was go to a high school football game. Um, so we asked around, and we heard one of the biggest schools is Allen High School. They just built the new stadium last year. It uh, was $60 million. I heard about the, this. Yeah. The school officials blatantly admitted we're never going to recoup our money for this mm-hmm. at all. We are yes, yes, we're having lots of other money problems in other areas, but we think this is going to be a really good memory for the kids. So Jesus. this is jerk off motion right here. Jerk <laughs> off motion. Um, anyway, it seats eighteen thousand people. Eighteen thousand. Um, games are typically sold out pretty quickly. Um, so we have uh, yeah. Um, but we have a friend of a friend that's uh, a kid goes there or some bullshit. I don't know. So um, we're going to go check out the Allen High School game next Friday, and uh, I'll try to report back to see how uh, how insane it, it is. So this this high school football stadium seats 18,000 people, and yet you still Crazy. needed a connection to get tickets. Yeah, apparently. I don't – I mean wow. – that's yeah, Living in a dying empire sure is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of stadiums around here that are around that size, not as nice, but um, that are pretty big. So we're gonna try to get out to a couple games this year. So it's crazy. It's crazy, oh, time. man. Yeah, I mean, win in Rome. Yeah, or Texas. <laughs> win in win in Texas. Rand, what is the what is the nicest place you've ever covered high school football here? Well, probably uh, probably Minnetonka. Minnetonka is really nice. No, not Park Center. Not Park Center. Park Center's close. Um, they have a got a really nice, really nice stadium. It's fairly new. Uh, why is that is pretty nice. Um, <laughs> Eden Prairie is not over the top. Nice. It's kind of a little bit older, but it's, it's still a very nice place to go. Um, who was it? I think it was Farmington that built a new stadium. They did. Right, be- right, a- right before, uh, right before I was done with high schools. So that was really nice too. Yeah. That's a nice place. One um, of the most, a few thousand probably. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. I think some of the the biggest ones here probably seat like six thousand. Oh, okay. You know, just to get them. You know, they'll fill them up on a on a good night. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's like some other ones that are really cool too, like built down in the bowl. Like South St. Paul is pretty cool the way it's built down, and mm-hmm. Anoka's is pretty cool. But as far as nice goes, probably Minnetonka is the nicest one. What about like Hastings? That's like under the highway. 
Hastings is super cool. I've been there uh, before. It's, right, it's not under the highway. It's right in town. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, you get the lights going. It's been, a while since, it's been a while since I've been out there because they just haven't been as good in the last you know eight nine years. They had a real they had a real dynasty going for a while with a lot of really good athletes. Uh, meth will do that. I was going to say it. Dangerous <laughs> of meth. I know Clarence can tell you exactly why this is. <laughs> He's warned me about stopping in Hastings. Bath salts. <laughs> Stop for a day and your teeth all fall out. That could be. I don't know. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, methamphetamines. No comment. For, ste- <laughs> for stealing our Hastings Raiders high school athletes. They're the Raiders, that right? Uh, yes. yes, they are Raiders. All right. Um, that's all I got. Anybody else got anything? No, that's it. I'm good. We covered a lot of subjects here. It was a wide range, yeah, wide range of subjects. Yeah. No more, no more cities. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody else got anything else they want to get Nobody in there? Stu, you don't have any more cities. I, if you could do something with the Zombroda, I'd be impressed. <laughs> what is the Zombroda clearance? Uh, Zombroda. <laughs> Finger poised over the stop button. Yeah, I, I get the clearance that you hear the gears going and clearance is like, no, wieners, butt, butt, wieners, wieners, butt. Yeah. Yeah. What can I stick in a butt? What should I have to stick in a butt? Uh, uh, no, that's fine. All right. We'll, we'll just stop there. Um, obviously, the Ask the Sportive segment was once again a huge success, so ask us questions on Twitter or however else you want to get them to. We really like that. Um Thanks to Mike for being on the podcast again, yeah. even though within the and first five minutes, yeah, yeah, within the first five minutes, he was ready to quit and had his hands over his face in total embarrassment. I want to reiterate that I had nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the right thing to say. <laughs> the, the best part is when the guest is not proud of being on this yeah. podcast, which has happened <laughs> so far. Actively trying to be I didn't say I'm not proud. I just don't want any associates. <laughs> you shouldn't be proud. I'm Mike Crand with a C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm the That's sports editor at the blog. Pioneer Press. Crandball. Uh, Crandball. <laughs> Good old Crandball. <laughs> um, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're sorry to anyone we offended. I'm, I'm feeling retroactively guilty about our Aaron Kleeman segment. Which is a, <laughs> that was the best yeah. thing. Oh, he'll be fine. He loves it when we talk we're, about we're it. We're very he'll encouraging. Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys didn't hear the full court press that uh, PA put on the new FSN North Curl on oh, behalf of Gleeman. Oh, no. Did you guys hear that? Oh, no. Oh, oh Lord no. almighty. Uh, Kendall, Ooh. I believe, is her name. Yeah, I think that's Just right. She's from Red Wing. She's from she Red Wing. Good Hugh County. <laughs> and she's a giant fan, and it's just awesome. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to Good Hugh County since we got the Dairy Princess <laughs> fucking 40 years ago. <laughs> it's the greatest goddamn thing ever. Uh Oh, he put the full court press on her. He was telling Gleeman and her to stare into each other's eyes, and, uh, oh, it was uncomfortable. And he asked uh-huh. Aaron what his favorite thing about Kendall was, oh. and he asked Kendall what her favorite thing about Aaron was. Oh, God, you Dang. can just feel the uncomfortableness through the airwaves. Just driving down the highway feeling uh, uncomfortable. I'm oh, embarrassed man. for them. Oh, my God. But hopefully he got a little something out of it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> You maybe know, a little, a little cold spring. Maybe a maybe Beaver a Creek. You know, <laughs> maybe a little breezy. Maybe a Rush City. <laughs> How did we miss Breezy Point? Breezy Point. <laughs> yep, go up behind the old uh, barn and the old Eagle Bend. <laughs> oh man, 
Oh, shut boy. it down. Shut it down, <laughs> shut Mark. It down. Shut it down, Mark. <laughs> but I wouldn't give for a breezy point. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. So that's where you are. If you're... <laughs> Yep. If your wife or significant other or <laughs> pastor heard this one, we're, we're just sorry. <laughs> plan your twerk we're, and twerk your plan. <laughs> there, there we go. We're just so sorry. That's the culture. <laughs> All right. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.